With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maybe I'm crazy, but the Eagles have no shot. Did you just have indigestion there? Was that just what that was? It was my, my belly. It was a belly adjustment? Yes, I'm sorry. Sorry, right. I won't make you think to, for a rebuttal for that. <laughs> do, we have to, do we have to do this again? No, I, I said no things. No things. It's fine. You never say anything. I, I, that's fair. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. You really nailed it at the beginning of this. Infinite I, L's. I, I, uh, I really like that shirt. I, I thought you were going to say the Eagles have no chance, and I was going to make a joke about how Eagles got taken off the endangered species list in 2007. Uh, Take it literal. So they're right. Did you see I tweeted you a dinosaur? Uh, like yes. They are a thing. Actually. I didn't. If, you, if you're talking about dinosaurs actually being from Africa, I'm in. Because, you know, that's where civilization it's started. astounding how little you know. <laughs> what do you mean? It's astounding. Anyway, that's a great shirt. Uh, Thank again, you. Again, I have outshirted you though, because that is a very, very good shirt. You are outshirted me, yes. But this is this is a Morton Anderson Hall of Fame weekend shirt, and you can't see the back of it, but I will tweet out a picture. It has all of Morton's stats on the back. It of is it. beautiful. It's a uh, Morton Anderson Patron State of Longevity. Yes. Uh, very great shirt. Uh, but Shouts I like your shirt also. Ohio. <laughs> Yes, shout out to Canton, Ohio. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We've got a lot to get to today. Blake Griffin, blockbuster trade. Mm. That's what they call those things. Nick Saban can dance. There's big, huge news. Who knew? Uh, I'm in on Ronda Rousey, for sure. LeVar Ball is calling out Steve Kerr. Sweet Steve Kerr. He doesn't deserve that. He's so sweet. Mm. I mean, who's a sweeter person than Steve Kerr? Mark Jackson. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lolo Jones, huge loser this week. Along with the uh, NBA All-Star Game draft. And you have a pretty good gut data fact that I'm excited to get to at the end of this. Yay. And we are going to be joined by Jay Feely. Mm. Speaking of kickers. Yes. All-time great kickers. A uh, friend of mine. And he, uh, he's, he's hopefully going to have a scoop on when Tom Brady's going to retire. Because mm. he goes on vacation with the Bradys. A little scoop, scoop action? A little scoop, scoop action. Mm. We'll see. Um, anyway, so it's the Super Bowl week. Yay! Yay! Finally! Finally! Whoo! Man. Tell me this NFL season didn't feel like the longest NFL season in the history of NFL seasons. Joy, this is the first season I was doing this. Of course this felt long. <laughs> you right? Welcome to the grind. <laughs> just, NFL I season just, for our business is serious. You're just watching all of it. It's The broadcast is it's just so as important as the game is. It's so much watching. I love when people ask me if, if I'm watching a show during NFL season. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to sit in front of my television more during, during football season. It's true. You got college football all day. All day. All day. I don't have Saturdays. All day. What do I do Sunday? All day. All day. Thursday night, what are you doing? Watching football. What are you doing Monday night? Eh, watching football. I have no time for anything. I have no time for anything. Tuesday and Wednesday, maybe I get some time to close my eyeballs. So uh, so I'm very, <laughs> I'm more than excited that the Super Bowl is finally here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was right. The Patriots are playing in it. I okay. made a very hot prediction at the beginning of the year that yes. the uh, favored uh, New England Patriots would be back in the Super Bowl. And here they are. Give credit when credit's due. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, I did not predict, predict that Nick Foles would be in the Super Bowl, though. Yes. You know, I was thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. when I was I was going over what I was going to say about the Super Bowl on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. 
I, I think I feel bad. This isn't this isn't what we're going to get into, but just as a, 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 an aside, I think I feel bad for Carson Wentz. I give the Eagles no shot in this game, just to be clear. And I, I, I think they're a great team, and it would be awesome for the city of Philadelphia. I, 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 I actually am one of those people that love Philadelphia. Right. Philly, Philly fans get a, a bad rap. They don't bother mm-hmm. me because I'm I'm from Pittsburgh. And I'm, I ain't scared. It right, don't bother right, me. Right, like, right. all right, cool. Like, yeah, whatever. What's good? Yeah. So, but I so I like Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I have many friends in Philadelphia. I have no problem with it. Um, so you appreciate that, right, John? Yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, but I'm serious. But imagine, imagine if the world, you know, turns on its end uh, or flips because it's flat, according to Kyrie Irving, <sighs> and somehow the Eagles beat the Patriots. It's not somehow, it's, Joy. It's Nick Foles, Super Bowl champion, after the year that Carson Wentz had. Mm. If you're Carson Wentz, are you a little bit rooting? I know this is hacky and everyone no. does this, but as a human being, and I, I couldn't do it. Like I'd, I would want my team to win if I'm, yeah. if I'm Carson Wentz, but are you, is there a small part of you in the tiniest part of your darkest ego that kind of doesn't want them to win because it's like, ah, couldn't do it without me? No, not Carson Wentz. Anyone else? Yes. From what I heard about Carson Wentz He's and the stand-up, stand-up gen- gentleman that he is, the God-fearing man. Oh Lord. I'm yes. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to the Lord. Um, I think that he is happy, and I think he also knows football. Knows this window is very, very small, so he has got to get his ring, even if he played or not. It's deserved, right? He got them there. It's gonna. It's gonna mess. Exactly, and I don't think this will mess up his legacy at his all. Legacy. I love it. Carson Wentz will have a legacy, he Joy. Don't will. be disrespectful. Ugh. This isn't the first time this Carson Wentz Steeler, uh, Steelers, I apologize, Eagles team is going to make it to the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know about that, but I, 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 I do wonder about those things. I know it's a terrible thing to think, but I'm a terrible person, so that came to my mind. <laughs> um, but anyway, we do have Tom Brady versus Nick Foles, which yes. is why I'm 100% going with uh, the Patriots in every way, shape, and form. Joy, can we stop right quick? We have the Patriots versus the Eagles. Sure we do. The Patriots versus the Eagles. So, I was thinking about this also. People hate the Patriots, right? We've been over this. People hate the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Although, we put out the uh, clip about me talking about my theory about the... um, the, the devil and Bill yes. Belichick's deal with him. And then it was, it's so funny. I had Patriots fans so on my side. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man. They just hate us because they ain't us. Yeah. But then I the, the the devil thing went out and they were like, you just hate the Patriots. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I love sports fans. It's sports are the best. There's no there's it nothing is. reasonable yeah. about anything that we do. No. And it's it's the best. Mm-hmm. You can just say anything. It doesn't matter. It's just nonsense. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> last year yes. last year mm-hmm. everyone was hype about the Falcons. Remember how cute it was? Everyone was so excited about the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> yeah, you were one of them, weren't complete, you? Complete, complete team. Yeah, Dirty Birds. I, I, I had a hard time wrapping my Matt my, Ryan is the MVP. Uh, yeah, Gunslinger Julio Jones. I like Julio. I like their running game. Complete game. Yeah, complete team. They also stunning offense. They blew them up. Blew them out the first half of that season or that game. They did. That's my other favorite bit from last year's Super Bowl. What? Tom Brady t- played a terrible first half. I don't care about the first half. I don't care. That is true. I don't even want to talk about the first half, actually. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Win all the first halves you want. It's adorable. What difference does it make? They That's give out true. half rings. Yeah, the Super Bowl The Super Bowl really only matters in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's what, at the end of the fourth quarter? Yeah. Uh, and Well, then the last year's Super Bowl did go That's a hot time, take, so, I just said. But, was it? it really yeah. ma- that's a hot take out of you? Good job, Brandon. Anyway, I'm 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 excited to see what happens. I'm excited uh, mainly because I <clears throat> already know the outcome, so it is what it is. I can't wait for next week, next Tuesday, mm-hmm. 
podcast and you say, maybe I'm crazy, but I was wrong about the Eagles. I, I don't I don't foresee that happening actually at all. I have no fear, not even the tiniest little tremor. Not even the Vegas odds make you switch switch what you think about. What well, no, the, the interesting thing about the Vegas odds, and I think it's been bet down to is it four and a half now or is it four? I think it's four and a half right now. Okay, um, started at five and a half. It, it's because the the, the Super Bowls are close with mm-hmm. the Patriots. It's not like they blow people out, right? But uh, you don't get you don't get trophies for being close either. You don't get you don't get first half trophies and you don't get trophies for being close. You win or you lose, and that's why I'm going with Brady because he's the he is the most clutch NFL player of all time. He's the greatest NFL player of all time. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. And let me know when I say something that's not true. I, I, last three things I've said are all facts. All facts. He's lost two Super Bowls. He's going to have a third. Well, this if, if Eli Manning is lining up uh, on Sunday, let me know. But I don't think he is. <laughs> Eli Manning, Tom Coughlin are are, are the Brady crypt- kryptonite, and they're not there. So. I'm going to lay out just because we just have to wait, and then we'll just we do have to wait, and then it's just the game. That's all we have to. Then do. We'll just see the game all week long. We're going to talk about how great Brady is. And uh, he's going to prove us correct. He is he is going to be great. Uh, the Eagles had a very good season. Happy for them. Yeah, they made it to the Super Bowl. They made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they are, they are a legit season. team. They got mm-hmm. a great defense. I like Chris Long. Good quarterback. He's down. <laughs> they, great quarterback. You're just mm-hmm. going to sneak that in there? Yeah. All right. That's cute. All right. Now we're going to talk to someone who I think will probably agree with me for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's, you know, he's a player, so he's going to give the Eagles a chance because he's a nice guy. It's- but – uh, but 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 I'm gonna push him on it and, and, and make him really make a choice. I think he's gonna go with Tom Brady. But uh, let's let's talk to Jay Feely for a few minutes. All right, a friend of mine, Jay Feely, welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Thanks so much for doing this and taking time out of your day uh, and away from your golf fame to chat with me. My pleasure. Any time to be with you, George. <laughs> uh, love to hear that. Um, so your buddy Tom Brady is going for his sixth. Super Bowl ring. Uh, I already feel like it's in the bag and we're all just kind of watching to participate in the Super Bowl, but uh, they still have to play the game. Uh, I don't give the Eagles much of a chance, but if the Eagles were to take down uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, what exactly in your mind would they have to do? Everybody's talked about all week, but you have to get pressure on Tom Brady. You can't allow him to one, understand what you're doing and two, be comfortable in the pocket. If he knows where to go with the ball and he can step into his throws, then you're, you're fighting an uphill battle. You know, they play the wide nine defense where their defensive ends are spread out wide to try and contain the run. That also allows Tom Brady to have more time and room in the pocket. So you got to get pressure from the inside, get push on Brady and try and get as many hits as you can on him and, and try and get turnovers. But that's where, that's where the New England is so difficult because you look at their six Super Bowls under Brady and Belichick, and look at the margin of victory. It's three points, three points, three points, three points, four points, and overtime. So they're not trying to blow you out. They're trying to play mistake-free football, especially in the first half. Keep the game close, understand what you're doing, and then beat you in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what they did at Jacksonville. And once they figure out, then they know what to do, and then they set about attacking you. And Tom Brady's so good that he can exploit whatever weakness you have. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I feel like Philadelphia has no chance. I mean, it's no, no, no disrespect to Philadelphia. I think they've got a nice team, and obviously they deserve to be there. But uh, everything you just said is accurate. And at the end of the day, to me, that comes down to experience and being clutch. And Tom Brady is arguably the most clutch performer in sports history, certainly uh, at the NFL quarterback position. And you're going up against Nick Foles. And, I mean, I don't want to just Nick Foles, but it's Tom Brady or Nick Foles. I'm taking Tom Brady. <laughs> 
every time, you know, and, and you look at Nick Foles, you say, okay, what's Bill Belichick going to do? What's Matt Patricia going to do? They're going to come up with a scheme to try and confuse him. They're going to bait him into thinking he sees something and he has a window uh, and they're going to try to, Philly's going to try to use that zone read concept. And you know that they've been studying it and they've had two weeks and that's a, that's a difficult position for any quarterback to be in, but especially, you know, a guy who hasn't had a ton of experience. You know, Nick Foles has played really one full season, you know, and then a smattering here and there. And, and he's done a great job. you got to give him credit for playing phenomenal in the NFC Championship, getting his team to the Super Bowl. But when you give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare against any quarterback, that's a difficult proposition. All right. So enough of the technical stuff. Have you been watching Tom versus Time, the greatest documentary ever I, made? I have, actually. I like it. It's good stuff. <laughs> what? Okay, so to me – it feels very eerie. The whole, the whole feel of it is, is kind of spooky to me. And we don't get to see a lot of this, this side of Tom Brady. Obviously, you know Tom very well. Uh, but but what, what is the purpose of Tom doing this? We don't really get to see inside of his house and, and see his kids and his family. It, it, it seems a bit odd this time around that we're getting all of this, this footage from him. What's happening? Well, I think you're seeing a guy who late in his career, you know, has been so guarded because that's the Patriots way, you know, and he's almost kind of had to live that way because of himself being such a superstar and his wife being such a superstar. And at the same time, he has things that he believes in that he thinks has helped him to be so successful. And he genuinely has a desire to share that and to spread that and try to have an impact on other people, a positive impact on other people's lives. The one thing I know about him, he's always wanted to have a positive impact on people's lives. That, that's, that's at his core. It's what his parents believe. It's how he grew up. And I think this is part of it, you know, is that he's disciplined himself and he's worked so hard both with his diet as well as what they do to his body. Uh, and then his work ethic to be and to become the best of all time that now there's a desire to kind of share that and try and help other people uh, through that process. And I think that's part of why he wrote the book. I think it's part of why he's doing the show. And, you know, I think it's interesting. I think people love to get inside and see, you know, something about an icon and you don't get a lot of those looks, especially with Tom Brady. Well, you know, after last year's Super Bowl, uh, and as you know, uh, me having watched many, many, many Dolphins seasons, uh, I've been tortured by Tom Brady uh, for most of my adult life. And I, after watching Super Bowl, I just gave up. I was just like, whatever, man, he's the greatest to ever do it. Uh, and I'm not spending any more of my time and energy. I'm getting old now. I can't spend any more time, my time and energy. Hating You're not Tom Brady. Getting I'm, gonna, uh, I'm getting up there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't have the energy for him. I'm sleepy. Uh, it's too much. So I'm just going to watch Tom Brady be great. I'm not rooting for him. Uh, cause, cause I have to always hate the Patriots, but I'm just going to watch him be great. Like I'm not going when he eventually stops playing football, which I, I imagine it's going to have to happen. Uh, I don't want to be that person. that's like, yeah, I hated Tom Brady's entire career. And I never got to enjoy uh, the, the, the mastery that is Tom Brady, but how much longer is he going to play? Cause obviously we were, you were just in the news recently. Uh, Giselle wants him to retire and she tried to campaign you to talk him out of playing football, which I can't imagine is even well, that, something that you even attempt, that was, attempted to yeah, do. That was way, way overblown. I mean, I think all of our wives you know, at the end of our careers you know, are ready for us to be done. They're ready for the pressure to be over with, the 
hours that you spend grinding away, trying to be the best you can be. You know, and I, I know as a, a former player, and, you know, Jason went through this as well, when you're done playing, there's something that's always going to be missing in your life. And, you know, that was what I said, just, hey, dude, play as long as you can. <laughs> and right. that's what he wants to do. You know, he wants to play as long as his body will let him. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And I just, I think everyone is just kind of wondering, and because he has the TV 12 and, uh, you know, is working with, uh, with uh, Guerrero and, and he, he believes in this, all this pliability and stuff. And he's playing at the level he is at age 40, which is basically a phenomenon that people are wondering how much longer it's going to last. So we're kind of not paying attention to the fact that it's amazing he's playing this way. We're all kind of wondering how much longer can it go on for. But now there's new developments because aside from the fact that he is still 40 and playing at a high level, there seems to be some, some cracks in the armor of the, the Patriot way, if you will, because of the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. There's, you know, rumors of some discord between him and, and uh, Belichick and Bob Kraft. And, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a quiet war going on there. So realistically, how much longer do you think he'll be in New England then? Well, my, I, yeah, my take on that, that was a whole big story about absolutely nothing. You know, I don't think anything is any different than it's ever been there. You know, I think Tom and Bill Belichick have had the same relationship throughout his entire career. Very professional, incredible amount of respect for each other. And they've worked together and accomplished things that nobody else ever has. I don't think anything's ever different than it's ever been. And his relationship with Bob Kraft is as strong as it's ever been. You know, it's like a second dad to him. And so I think all of that, all that conjecture and that story and all these things with unnamed sources, I don't think there was much to that at all. I, I really don't. I don't buy into to all that one tiny bit. Jay, everything can't be a lie. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you don't know, have to confirm you, or not confirm anything. <laughs> you, you sit there and you talk to people who know, and they deny all of that. You know that, that all right. those meetings ever took place, that that stuff ever happened. So, you know, I, I don't buy into it. I, I really don't. All right, fair enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a little bit of it, um, but but <laughs> not the whole thing. Um, all right, so back to the the Super Bowl. Uh, who you got? Well, I've been taking the Patriots since uh, 2001 when Brady was in it. Now, you go back to that Super Bowl, (laughs) and I was blown away. I mean, this was the guy, he was just Tommy to me at the time. Like, I didn't even even think he would necessarily make the team. I was thrilled for him when he was fourth string, and he made the team. You know, I'm like, dude, that's so awesome. You're on the team. You're in the NFL. (laughs) You know, then all of a sudden, a year later, He's leading this team to the Super Bowl, and then they go and they win, and they beat the greatest show on turf. You know, right. and Kurt Warner and that unbelievable team in St. Louis that put up points like crazy, and and it's just such a whirlwind. And now to sit there and think, you know, they've got an opportunity to go do what, and and it's just unbelievable to think what he has the opportunity to go do, uh, and how he just keeps winning. And you know, I was on the sideline for that Jacksonville game at third and eighteen you knew the game was on the line. And when they convert it, you just knew like, yep, they're going to go win this game. You know, that, that was, that was the opportunity that Jacksonville had. And they're just so good when the game's on the line and they find a way and they get it done and they do it in all three phases. 
you know, and it's, and it's just something like you said, Joy, you just sit back and you have to enjoy the greatness because who knows when we'll see something like this again. So I think you've confirmed everything I said that the Eagles have no chance. Um, I, I, I like to be right. <laughs> so uh, thank you for, for confirming all that for me. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming on with us, Jay. Enjoy the game. And uh, it's always good talking to you. That everything's well. All right, Joy. Good to talk to you. So now that the NBA season is starting to heat up, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about another podcast that we do over Fox Sports, and that's Chris Broussard's In the Zone. Each week, Chris breaks down what's trending in the NBA with the biggest names in the league. Previous guests include Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm. Shaq, John Wall. Oh, John Wall injured. Oh. Out. Bye-bye. And everyone's favorite, Lonzo and LeVar Ball. So if you love the NBA, make sure you subscribe to the In the Zone podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, good stuff from Jay Feely. Glad he could join us on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for In or Out. In, in or, or Out. <laughs> Am I in or out? That's very dramatic. It was like opera dramatic. I can't. I'm not. I'm not. No, we, that's, that's a great no, take. That that's a great take. All right, what am I in or out on? The Clippers have officially got rid of Blake Griffin. Clipper owners. <laughs> What's wrong, Joy? Go on. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. Clippers owner Steve Big Balmer brand traded Ooh. Blake Griffin to with and some randos to Detroit Pistons. And they got some other randos and two draft picks. Right. Joy, are you in or out on the Clippers moving on from Blake Griffin? Um... I'm in on it, although mm. I do, I actually really like Blake Griffin. I know that's, a, is it, I feel like that's an unpopular opinion, mm. but I do like him. I think he, he has a lot of star power. He's wonderful in commercials. I mean, just Manning-esque, if you will, in okay. commercials. Okay. I'll, I'll slow down, but yes. You, maybe you haven't seen a Blake Griffin commercial no, in a have. while. Gamefly. They're very, very good. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay, he's, yeah. uh, you know, and he's in the he's in the car, mm-hmm. and he's leading the charge. Yeah, yeah It's adorable. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he looks a lot like my younger brother. I was about to say that. I was going to say you're biased because... He is the spitting image of my younger brother. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it makes sense to like him. Noah is a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. um, but he's still a monster at 6'4". My brothers Dang. are giants, and I am the runt of my family. Dang. I am the shortest person in my family. By far. I, you can't even question the genes. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. My mom would get angry if I said that, probably. But yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's possible. We can cut it out. No, it's fine. <laughs> she'll okay, just, she'll just text me so, and yell at me. Uh, I, I'm in on I'm in on the Clippers moving on from Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah. I am I am not in on. Uh, yeah, congrats to Detroit. They needed a star. They've got that oh, brand new man. building. They've got to get people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and look, Blake is going to be fine. All right, he's making a bajillion dollars, at least a bajillion dollars. Okay, <laughs> at least. he's he's he was never going to work with Chris Paul. I know it was yeah. like an adorable idea, but like they obviously didn't like each other, which is very clear now. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. The Clippers they they can completely reboot. I'm sure Jerry West has a grand plan that's going to all work out. Mm-hmm. So Clippers fans can just calm down. Right, it, it, it'll it'll all work out. But. The, the other thing that's happening now is DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams. Who have, I like Lou Williams a lot. I just want to say that. Uh, everyone thinks they're going to Cleveland. They're not going to Cleveland. No. I don't know why everyone thinks this is happening. No. Why would you Why would you fire sale and then you're going to get whatever Cleveland's going to give to you? Like Tristan, Tristan Thompson's not coming to the Clippers. For what? He's getting $16.4 million. He has two years left on his deal. Like you're just going to pay Tristan Thompson to like get rebounds? That's what LeBron pays him for. I, I just want to blindly follow whatever Jerry West is going to do. 
You just kind of sit back and wait. I mean, it's not a bad way to live your life. Yeah. But I, I just overall, I, I think it surprised me. It wasn't something I think anyone was expecting. Right. More people were expecting to hear DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams going somewhere. But I, I do like it. Clippers are gonna be fine. They got Jerry West and uh, good for you, Blake. Yeah, go, Blake's make, not gonna make win. It, make a bajillion dollars and be a star in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, Blake's not gonna win a championship. Just keep it moving. Right. Okay. Next. During WWE's Royal Rumble in Philly, Ronda Rousey made a surprise appearance to announce her full-time professional wrestling contract. Mm-hmm. Only one question to ask, Joy. Are you in or out on professional wrestling professional, now? I love professional wrestling. Professional wrestling. Uh, I am in on professional wrestling now because of Ronda. Listen, I've been very critical of wrestling fans for a yes. very long time. Uh, mostly because of the booger-eating situation. Okay? <laughs> but... I do think that WWE has made an amazing, uh, an amazing, just complete brand transformation. Mm -hmm. And they're so smart about it. Like bringing in, bringing in rappers and musicians and actors. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing what they've been able to do with, with the whole situation. And I don't, I don't watch wrestling because I cannot suspend the reality like my innocence has been stolen okay so i can't suspend my reality into thinking that this is real wrestling it's they're not i I, someone has already determined the outcome of this match so i can't get emotionally involved in it now it's a television show yeah okay so i get emotionally involved in television shows like Mm -hmm. i'll watch scandal right and be like oh my god i can't believe it and i'll be bothered Mm -hmm. by it when i watch scandal because it got very repetitive after a while i I, I can't do cliffhanger every week (sighs) but the point is i get if you can suspend reality Mm -hmm. to enjoy wrestling and i do find the whole personalities to be fun and i love interviewing wrestlers by the way they are the best interviews ever they just know it they They know they get it they get it but Rhonda, this was made for her and i love it i've already bought a shirt hot Rhonda. I'm going to wear it on this podcast. I, I, my issue with this is, as a whole, I, I stopped watching wrestling when Stone Cold stopped smashing beers on his head. and I mean, It's understandable. Right. And then when The Rock, honestly, Rakishi was my guy. Look at me. And Mark Henry. Shouts out. Um, but the idea of Ronda Rousey. So in her interview, she said, I want the fans to respect me. Right. Which tells me she just got the dog bleep beat out of her for ufc fans no longer respect her she's going to run to a new medium where fans could possibly watch her act tough now because now we all know it's just acting she got beat up so many times by so many people just relax okay ronda rousey was the most dominant athlete in her sport for years okay she she created you can't say years when you can actually just say the numbers. Like women's three. existence in, in in UFC. Dana White said there would yes. never even be women's fighting in UFC, right. and she created that. Okay, yes. she She's a was a superstar. They, they were arguing that she was bigger than Conor McGregor for a while. All right, which for a while she actually was. She was the bigger draw. Okay? okay, which for for a woman in combat sports is 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 impossible. Yes. She is a pioneer in that regard. Okay, I know everyone forgot that because. Holly Holm took that ass, which is unfortunate, Mm -hmm. okay? But that happened. As soon as she walked into the ring for that fight, you knew that that was going to happen. She didn't look like she was ready for that fight. She was coming off doing the Entourage movie, Mm -hmm. and she's she's all in Hollywood. And I get it. Once you are making millions of dollars not getting punched in the face, although she wasn't really getting punched in the face because she was whooping everybody's ass within 30 seconds or less, once you don't have to do that, it's hard to get back into that mindset. 
fighters have to be killers. You can't let that dog go. Bad things happen. That's mm-hmm. what happened. I don't mm-hmm. blame her, but I'm not just going to forget everything that Ronda Rousey did just because she lost really bad to Holly Holm, and then she came back and inexplicably fought Amanda Nunes. And nobody should fight Amanda Nunes. It's, it's, have you seen Amanda <laughs> Nunes? Yes. I, I met her in New York. She came on set, and I was like, I, I don't like. I don't understand how anyone would get in a locked cage with this woman. Yes. No. It's irrational. I wouldn't. And somebody who had just lost the way that she did to Holly Holm, I, that was the most predictable outcome of all time. How did anyone think that was going to go any differently? But she had to fight because she couldn't leave on the Holly Holm note. Yeah. I, I don't like the disrespect for Ronda Rousey. I get it if you don't like her because uh, she's got an attitude or whatever. It's like the, the trash talk. Everybody trash talks. It's the whole point. So you got you to gotta sell the fight. Get over it. I, I love her in WWE. She's going to be a superstar. And, uh, and I'm in now. I'm going to watch. Wait a minute. Could you clear up something? Like, what percentage of Ronda Rousey is black? None. People keep saying that like one of her parents are half. What? Something like that. I'm. Trying, I need to know Can if I need a root out? for. Her. We'll figure it out then. There, then. I'll, I mean, I'll I'm, move assu- on I'm assuming none. I could be. I, I, I know. Could be, I don't know. People keep talking about. It. Okay. Could be judging. Who's uh, talking about it? Where? The, the dark streets? internet. Yeah, the streets. Oh. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Vince McMahon announced that mm. XFL relaunched in WWE. 2020. Uh, when asked if Tim Tebow, Johnny Menzel, or Colin Kaepernick would be allowed to play or get invites extended to them, Vince McMahon said this. If Tim Tebow wants to play, he could very well play. <laughs> so, of course, TMZ is hounding Tim Tebow about it. He's not answering any questions. Joy, are you in or out on Tebow taking his blessings to the in XFL? I am listening to you. Ashley's just showing me a picture of Ronald Rousey's family. Is yeah, the, are they, do you have any more confirmation? Are they black? Yeah, I, I, I still need more information. Okay. Um, I am I, I am I'm so out on the XFL. So when they when the first when the first the announcement first came out, yes. I was like, yes. Anarchy. Yes. <laughs> Very big anarchist. Uh-huh. And Vince McMahon, uh, he's got the juice. Obviously, everything I just said about WWE, like complete rebranding, it's is super hot. I, I'm I'm fine with it. Here's the problem. I'm very out on Tim Tebow doing that also. It's, very, it's off-brand uh, for What do you mean it's off-brand? It's off-brand for Tim. Here's the situation. Tim is a baseball player now, okay? No, he's a, he's a God-fearing man always. Right. And he'll go spread his message, whatever, get the most right, ears. Right, but he's doing, that, he's doing that in the baseball diamond right okay, now. Okay, you don't have time for the XFL. More importantly, the whole purpose of the XFL is to be chaos. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a gimmick. Yes. It's not actual football. Circus. Yes. Yeah. It's reality television. It's mm-hmm. it's not rational. Yeah. It's it's anarchy. That's what it's supposed to be. He hate me. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what what are we talking about here? So Vince McMahon comes out and says there's not going to be any anthem protests. It's going to be uh, just pure football. <laughs> um, I don't. It's just all this nonsense. I'm not trying to hear that. I don't want to hear that. First of all, I, I as we discussed earlier, we have plenty of NFL. Okay, we've got more than enough football, a lot of football. to go around. Mm-hmm. All right, we don't need more. The last thing on earth I want is more football. Okay, and yes. I love football, but Especially I can't handle football. more I can't football. Take no. Why do I need an, another NFL? The yeah. NFL's doing fine. I know every like there's like pockets of the world, like three people get together in a room and crack open a beer and start talking about how the NFL's going under. Yes. I'm I'm really sad that I have to be the one to break this to you. Ain't going nowhere. No all right, soon. it's gonna be okay. If it's a five, NFL this season. is going to be here in yes. 2020 and it's going to be thriving. Bank on that. Okay. Okay. Yes. So what I'm not about to do is be watching the XFL on top of the NFL. If it's supposed to be 
a better version of the NFL. You know why it's not going to be a better version of the NFL? Because anybody who's good enough to play in the NFL is going to be in the NFL. You know who's going to be in the XFL? Anyone who's not good enough to play in the NFL. Yes. What are we talking about here? I'm going to figure out. I'm going to see where the uh, stipulations are. I might, I might, might play in the Listen, XFL. I am all. F- you know what? Pursue your dreams. Okay. <laughs> Chase the stars. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But, but let's be realistic for five seconds here. Yeah. I know everyone is super hype on everything that's happening right now, like politically mm-hmm. and uh, like all these social issues and stuff. And, and I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But if somebody told you that the NFL is going down because of the because of the anthem protests, they lied to you. Right. First of all, yes. I'm sorry. I'm talking to you, Vince. They lied to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Not that many people are actually protesting the NFL because of the because uh, of because uh, of Colin Kaepernick. It's true. It's not happening. No, it's not happening. So a lot I, of people I, are going to watch the Super Bowl. Th- a lot of people. Yeah. Millions, in fact. Yeah. Millions, I just put the number on it. Millions of people are going to watch the Super Bowl. My biggest problem with the XFL is that after the press conference he gave, it seemed like the slogan is just like "Make football great again." Yeah. You know what? Right. He might as well make a hat that says "Make football great again." I know. So if you hadn't caught the tone of my voice throughout this whole conversation, I'm not trying to watch a "Make football great again" league. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. So no. If the XFL was going to be a remake of the actual XFL with, like, fun and chaos, I can get down with that. I, I can watch something different. But you're, but I, I'm not trying to watch a, a watered-down, oh, we ain't having no protests around here, XFL. Yes. Get out of my face with that. Thanks, thanks, Vince McMahon. Thanks, uh, for, thanks for not playing. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I meant to ask you this. We talked about the press conference, right? Mm-hmm. You look at Vince McMahon in his face, right? How do you think he is? How do you think that man is? How old do I think he How is? How do you think that old do you think that man is? I think Vince McMahon is sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. So now you're arguing that Vince McMahon got a little black don't crack in him. He's seventy-two. Okay, that's like a very far off guess. It's not. That's not. That's not. That's not what it is. Okay, no, it's not. He's 72, I guess 67. That's a dramatic difference. Joy, you got to get together today. What do you mean? He's old enough for AARP? <laughs> Is he old enough for Life Alert? Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's an age that you have to be for for Life Alert. You think I can get Life Alert right now? You can, of course, get Life Alert. I would love to get Life if Alert. If you think you're a folly person. It's my ankles are just loose. Have you ever fallen in the, in the tub? In the tub? Yeah. yeah. Or like in the shower. Like you've yeah. fallen in the shower. What? Yeah. That's a you real never thing. have? No, I've never fallen. I mean, what? I've slipped, but like, how do you slip? What are you doing? You're dancing in there? You just, you just stand there and the water falls on you. It's slippery <laughs> in there sometimes. Why is it, how is it slippery from what? Because liquid soap was invented and now it's all <laughs> on the ground. And you catch one of the... And then the whole thing comes down. I've broken many a shower bar. You've fallen curtain. multiple times oh in the shower. Oh my gosh, I just bounce too. Just hit, stay there and just let the water hit me just kind of... <laughs> I've broken 14 chairs in my life by sitting in them. 14. It's my weight, Joy. Speaking of that, I was thinking. You have a count for how many chairs you've broken? Yes. What kind of chairs are we talking about here? Like when I go home, my mom says, boy, don't sit in that chair. (laughs) They're not sitting in that chair. You know you can't sit in that chair. Like we had chairs that I was designated to sit in. You're not allowed to sit in? No, I'm too big. I was going to say, I need a hypnotist to come make me forget about how heavy I am. That's Okay, happened. moving on. Uh, Roger Goodell went on the herd on Monday. Shouts yeah. out to Colin. Colin made some news. Uh, the NFL commissioner said he is concerned about the confusion over the catch rule. Oh. The rule has uh, been deciding a lot of games over the last couple seasons. That's Joy. A, that's an understatement. <laughs> Thank you so much. Joy, are you in or out on the NFL changing the catch rule? Yes, it's nonsense. I don't understand why they can't figure it out. It's not that hard. You catch the ball, it is a catch. 
There's a catchable all the catch. It's done. There's Brian. I solved it. The one they put on that Undisputed all the time. That is a catch. That's he a catch. caught the ball. He took steps and put the ball down. If he's a running back, that is a touchdown. Please explain to me what the difference is. If a running back can catch a ball and score a touchdown, why can't a receiver catch a ball and score a touchdown? Explain it. Figure it out. It's not that GD hard. It's insane to me that this is even still a conversation. Thank God Roger Goodell is fixing this. Thank God Roger Goodell is going to attempt to fix this. <laughs> yes, I would say, ah, Roger Goodell is <laughs> doing a great job it's, fixing it's things. It's so insane. It, it's, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. And, and I'm glad that the NFL is, is aware that everyone is frustrated with this. And I'm positive it's not just because teams and players are complaining. Because it's impossible to, to watch the game and absorb it. Like, what, what is this? It's a catch. It's a catch. It's then, always a catch. But then I like when he said the referees and the coaches need to be on the same page with how they're coaching the game, right? Because it's a confusion. I don't want to hear more about it. Figure That's it fair. out. I'm, gl- I'm so glad they're figuring this out. It, I, should, I, it, should t- be, it should be music to everyone's ears that they are acknowledging that this is nonsense. The one t- the one thing I don't like about it is I'm tired of a rule changing every NFL offseason. Every NFL offseason. Lots of rules change in, in, in all the time. That's the way of the world. you got to <sighs> okay. evolve, Brandon. We're switching to basketball. Okay. Russell Westbrook and Joel Embiid's beef continued Sunday when OKC beat the 76ers 122 to 112. Early in the game, Embiid dunked on Westbrook, then he stared him down. Fast forward to the end of the game, Westbrook stares down Embiid as he dribbles out the clock. These two will play against each other in the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. They do not face each other any other time in the season. Joe, are you in or out on the Brody disrespecting the process? Uh, I'm in on everything that Russell Westbrook does, first of all. You're a a Russell Westbrook zealot because you're a... I am. Because you're a Michael Jordan zealot. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, and also, he's my favorite player uh, currently in the NBA. Yes. And uh, he won this because they won the game. Scoreboard, bro. Yeah, let's be serious. But that's like, and I, I really like Joel Embiid. I think yes. he is. He is. First of all, Joel Embiid. And I, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this. The best at the internet of, in the entire NBA. Yeah, yeah, he's up. Yeah, he, yeah. Who's better, Lonzo? <laughs> you asked. No. Okay. Uh, abs- is that is? It's really. I, I. I hope Joel Embiid hears you, that you said that. His family has a show on the internet okay, called Ball in the Family. You no, know, Lavar. I didn't say Lavar. I said in the NBA, player, player. Okay. Embiid gets it. He he gets it. He understands the troll game. Although Blake Griffin was, it was kind of funny. Yeah, Blake Griffin's yeah, good. I have a funny move tweeting that out after you get traded to Detroit. But uh, <laughs> I, I I love that you dunked on him. And I, but then you just you kind of love the fact that Westbrook didn't move. You did not get posterized. You get posterized when you when you when you jump. Jason Terry posterized. All time posterization. Okay, all time. Jason Terry's a zombie. I can't. I can't. Jason Terry is a proof that zombies exist because LeBron snatched his life. Okay, he's, he's, he looks amazing for a zombie. That is a fact. That's a great take. Okay, Russell Westbrook. Black don't crack. Russell Westbrook has no fear. Yeah. That's why that happened. But he won anyway, and I, I love all of it. I love the I love the petty NBA beefs, and we we all know that Westbrook is is the Morpheus of petty, so yes. there was no way he was going to lose this situation. Well, anyway, any so. beef that Russell Westbrook is in, I'm all in on because he's just at another level. He's wonderful. He's 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 got some. He knows where some bodies are buried. I'm just going to say that he's great. Okay, last one. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm so excited for this. Time to revisit how we feel about Nick Saban. Mm. We don't often get to do this. We we don't get it, especially <laughs> after the college football season. <laughs> no. Gosh, content gods, thank you. Uh, on Sunday, a video emerged of Saban flawlessly doing the Cupid Shuffle in a recruit's home. Mm-hmm. 
If you haven't seen the video, it's St. Nick in a living room surrounded by a bunch of black people doing the Cupid shuffle and not missing a beat. Joy, taking this evidence into consideration, are you in or out on Nick Saban? This is very hard evidence, by the way. Hard evidence. I was looking for a Photoshop, some type of like trickery Uh, camera. Maybe like a cut. Not not a bit. Not a bit. So I'm going to save my answer to your question towards the end of this because I have questions. Okay. I have so many questions. Yes. Okay. If you haven't seen this video, just look it up. It's very, very easy to find Me on the too. internet. Okay. You found us, so I'm sure you can find this video. <laughs> okay. First of all, why is it so effortless? Where did he learn this? Okay. Why does he feel so comfortable? How can he move in those khaki pants like that? Why Why is the song just randomly playing? It feels like a test, okay? Is this a party? Or are we, I, I feel like it's a party because I see, I've spotted several red solo cups in yes. the background. So I feel like there is some drinking going on. Right. Is he drinking? Or it's is a, this a sober Cupid Shuffle? Oh, no. He's sober. The reason it's a party is because Nick Saban in the house. Okay. Right? So you just throw a party. And I bet Nick, some music was playing, and Nick knows he knows the Cupid Shuffle. And he probably said, hey, gosh, uh, well, you got that Cupid Shuffle? You no, play there's that no next? way he yes. asked for this. Yes, listen, he played it. Listen, okay. There, look. Look. You understand what I am saying here, okay? I this do. is dramatic evidence, okay? I know. This is Nick Saban doing the Cupid Shuffle effortlessly in a recruit's living room. What is happening? It's, it's, How did this happen? I don't know. It was shot on an Android. You can tell by the quality. I have. And, I have uh, to talk to this family. Like, I need to know every single detail. What did he eat? I will say this. But I, the reason I say he played it is because there's a video of him doing the wobble at a recruits home two years ago, and he was god awful at it. So now, we've improved. talked about the wobble before. I'm very out on the wobble. Cuba's shuffle is a little easier than the wobble. It is right, but he was so he was like he was bored with it. It was bored with it. Yes. He was bored I was like, with I it. I know how to do this this dance. This dance is, what is this oh dance? Oh, my gosh. Just like this. I know how to do this dance. Now you see what I'm talking who, about. Who taught him how to do this? I, I, I mean, he's recruited, He's let's be real. He's recruited a lot okay. of black people in this Fine. Time. Fine. In a lot of black homes. Okay. I. That's fine. Right. All right. But you understand what I'm saying here. Okay. <laughs> There's too much swing in those hips. Something is up. And now I have to like now I, listen, I, like, I can't I like what it's always amazing to me like it, it brings me happiness to see uh, just the tiniest touch of humanity mm-hmm. in people like Nick Saban right. or Greg Popovich mm-hmm. or Bill Belichick like anytime they crack and you get to see like oh my god this isn't actually like an evil space robot that's come right. here to take over our sports <laughs> yes. it, it's like fascinating like when yeah. when when Belichick hugged um it wasn't Josh McDaniels. Uh, why am I slipping here? Defensive coordinator, for Matt the, Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yeah. Uh, when he hugged him at the end of uh, of the AFC yeah. Championship game, everyone was like flipping out, like, "Oh my God, Brady!" Uh, I mean, Belichick hugs people. Right. What well, Matt Patricia is plus size, so everyone hugs bad people. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but it was, but it was like it was a hug, like they touched faces. Mm. It's skin to skin contact. Nobody touches Bill Belichick's skin. <laughs> All right, and he wears he wears a cutoff hoodie. It's very vulnerable to be his touched. His wife doesn't touch his skin. Uh, his wife is beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Girlfriend. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Bill Belichick. No pressure. Only commitment is football. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure, Bill. <laughs> I, but he's, but did you ever see the picture of Bill Belichick in the um in the pirate outfit? With the, come on. In the pirate outfit. I mean, do you, Mike Leach? Do you, have, uh, do you have the internet? You I have, guess you've not. Never I, got, seen I think Bill I got Belichick blocks the, on my phone. Up, Bill Belichick is, is in a Halloween costume. So, uh, listen. It's, Bill Belichick celebrates Halloween? 
I, I just I am fla- I am flabbergasted that you've never seen this picture. It's going to change your entire if Bill, world. If Bill Belichick celebrates Halloween, Nick Saban can do the Cupid Shuffle, the Wobble, all oh, those things. I mean, this Let picture this. is just I, oh, it's so good. Oh my god, how good is that? I would say it was good in 2017 in this social climate. Yeah, this social I don't climate. See him. In this social climate, it's not as acceptable. He's holding. He's holding. Yeah, a, by yeah, the way, he's yeah, holding a play happened. knife to his. I know what happened. Uh, uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's well, whatever. You know, the times change. But <laughs> this, but this, this, I think, and, and this is uh, this is a lot for me to say. Yeah. Okay. I think I have to be in on Nick Saban because of this. It's that I, swaggy. Listen, I was out on for a long time. Uh, have been. I feel like he didn't talk to people the right way. I have a lot of accounts of. You Walking are out by on him Nick the, Saban because he recruited you and didn't bother to come to your house. I am not out on Nick Saban because of that. <laughs> he called you. I am I not because of that. I don't have time to be going down to Newman's crib. Yo, I you want to come to Alabama? I have, I have to save my recruiting trips for uh, elite <laughs> players. If you want to come here and be uh, the backup oh, backup, man. you're welcome I'll say this. I'm actually thinking it's a clone. Gucci clone and Nick Saban clone. Then we got to look is. into it. Maybe it is. I'm with it. Oh, Petty Report. Yes. It's time for the Petty Report. And I won't. All right, Petty Report. You haven't heard from LeVar Ball in like two weeks, so he was primed <laughs> for something dramatic. Um, actually, there's, there's there's been a lot going on with the with the Ball family. If you're if you're following them, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I've been on the record. I think LeVar Ball is a genius. Yes. Um, and he's back at it. He's back at it. Uh, obviously, he came for Luke Walton a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, very dramatic fashion. And actually, his his latest comments. Um, are, are a veiled shot at Luke Wallen, which we'll play in a second. So if you haven't been following what LeVar is doing right now, he is uh, he, he, he started as um, uh, LeVar Ball, and then he became then <laughs> became LeVar Ball, the assistant coach um, of the Lithuanian team that his sons played for, which I, Valtautas. Val, 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 the great Valtautas. The great Valtautas. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he is the head coach. It was shocking. <laughs> Really, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. I mean, when when you ever you guys are ready, like just keep up. I'm, I keep trying to tell you, nobody listens to me. All right, uh, maybe I'm crazy, but I, one of these days you guys are going to listen to me. Uh, so he is the head coach now of the Lithuanian team, which yes. nobody saw coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm being sarcastic for all of you out there that don't speak sarcasm. <laughs> um, so uh, before we get to him as a head coach, which is it was spectacular. Mm-hmm. He, what everyone is upset about now is uh, he's being petty about Steve Kerr, which in reality, if if, if you if you if you understand the world, the mind of petty, then you know this is not really about Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr is a sweet man. I mean, he's he's wonderful. He's adorable. He's just Steve Kerr. Say so no one can say anything bad about Steve Kerr. It's actually it's insane that Levar Ball is the only person that could say something bad about Steve Kerr. I think it's against the rules, actually. To say something bad about Steve Kerr, right? Yeah, I've never heard anyone say anything bad I'm about Steve re- Kerr. I'm really thinking. I don't. I don't even know if YouTube so, commenters have. No, nobody says anything bad about Steve mm-hmm. Kerr. Huh? He does have Jordan's respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone loves. Everyone loves Steve Kerr. Yeah. So, Lavar had this to say uh, about Steve Kerr. I mean, coaching is not hard. Anybody could be a coach. You know what? I'm gonna put a sign out there so you really go crazy. Look at Steve Kerr. He's the Millie Vanilli of coaching. Okay. Anytime you are called the Millie Vanilli of anything, it is ultimate disrespect. Everyone knows yes. that. Not to be confused. You don't, you, you disrespectful. Need, you need no explanation. Yes. How dare you? So I don't need to break that down. You don't know about Millie Vanilli. I don't have to tell you. Uh, so 
ultimate disrespect. And mm-hmm. like I said, I don't think anybody could come for Steve Kerr. Why? No one called. No, no one called for you. So he called him a fake coach, and he also used, of course, the example of Luke Walton standing there doing nothing and then winning twenty games. That I will actually give you. But Steve Kerr is a good coach by all measurable accounts. Okay, yeah. they they have championships. Mm-hmm. He manages two superstars and somehow keeps Draymond Green on the uh, on the court, which is a miracle in itself. And I love Draymond, but that's a full-time job just just doing that. But what he really did was say that it's Mark Jackson's team. And Mark Jackson put the team together. Now, mm. <clears throat> here's the thing about Mark Jackson. Poke some holes in that, please. Okay. I'm oh. going to. Thank you mm. for teeing that up for me. I will. Uh, <laughs> Mark Jackson is a great broadcaster. All right. Oh, great. Let me just calm down. M- Mark Jackson is a good broadcaster. Okay. He's, yes. he's good. And he was a he was a good coach, and he did did well with the Warriors. But the Warriors, uh, the furthest they went in the playoffs was the second round in 2013, and they lost to the Spurs in six. So while he may have put that team together, he may have uh, given them some identity and taught them how to play defense and all those nice things you want to say about it. They didn't win no championships with Mark Jackson there, and he definitely deserves to have another coaching job. That I will give you. He right. should get another coaching job. Why he hasn't? I don't know. Maybe he has been. I'm assuming that he has been offered other coaching jobs and been. he's comfortable broadcasting because it's not the right situation for him. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that that's the case. I could be wrong, but I feel like the coaching rotation. That's just how it works. There's coaching jobs that open. Mark Jackson has to be someone that people have thought of as a co- as a coach. It's right. not. It's to me, it's completely far fetched to think of that. that hasn't happened in a real world. But he did not get them to the championship. It didn't happen. He was there. He had the pieces. What happened? You don't get credit. Shannon put it perfectly on Undisputed today. You don't get credit for a touchdown. You bring someone down to the one yard line. You can do the you can do the whole series. Mm-hmm. You get down to the one yard line. The person who runs it into the end zone is the person that gets credit for it. It's you can look at examples of this across all sports of managers who had great pieces together and they, they did a good job. They get fired. Someone else comes in and wins the championship. Like great, okay, you get credit for being there and for maybe helping them. Of course, everybody helps you along your path. But this idea that it is Mark Jackson's team is nonsense. And I don't even get to get that technical with our balls comments because. It's really not even about Mark Jackson, okay? But I just had to say that to defend Steve Kerr because <laughs> you can't say anything bad about Steve Kerr. And I, and, I, and I like LeVar, so this is not coming for LeVar at all, really. The bottom line is this. We hadn't heard from LeVar in two weeks, and he needed to say something that would bother everybody. <laughs> just simple as that. I mean, this is LeVar's petty. Like, this is, this is what it is. This is, this is how the machine works. You got to put the, the juice in the machine. You press the things down, and the juice comes out. And then everybody has a sip of the juice, and then we all keep moving, and the ball, uh, the ball train keeps moving. That's what's happening. They got footage of LeVar. Mm. I, I mean, this is just amazing. They have footage of LeVar doing his pregame speech. Powerful. Oh, it's so good. Let's, let's, let's just listen to it. It's so good. All right. We're going to run these plays. And I'm going to start off with this right here. Operation Beatdown. Run fast. Have fun. And let's whoop that ass. Operation Beatdown. So if you can't see it, yeah, you must watch this video, but if you don't have time, I'm just going to help you out. LeVar's play, Operation Beatdown, is not a play. He, in fact, wrote the words <laughs> Operation Beatdown <laughs> on the whiteboard. That is the play. In Lithuania, Operation Beatdown. That's the play. In English. In English. Yeah. It's, there's no, I, I'm truly, I don't have the words for it. It's amazing. 
It's simple, really. All I know is, it, you know what? It is. That's all he's saying. He also came for Phil Jackson and Pat Riley, by the way. So I can't, I, I don't really care what Phil Jackson has to say about it. But Pat Riley, I need someone to ask him what he thinks about LeVar saying that uh, he just sat back and let Magic Johnson uh, do everything. That That's what he said. So, I, I listen, I love it. I love it. LeVar, do your thing. Uh, I, I, very, I would like to learn the play Operation Beatdown, actually. <laughs> I'm I'm ready and willing to learn what Operation Beatdown consists of. Very effective. It's and I, and I'm I'm working that into my working vocabulary also. So I'll be stealing that because that is just that's an amazing thing to say. And he said, "Have fun," which is always important. All right, let's do the losers of the week, and let's start with the uh, honorary DJ Khaled. All I do is win award, which yes. goes to the Migos. Mm. I'm all about this. We did a great commercial too, DJ Khaled and the Migos. What commercial? You've ever seen that commercial? What are you talking about? Oh, come on. Do you watch television? Joy, how many times did you ask me today? uh, The Migos, the Migos, uh, there's a a theory out there. This is why they, they, I don't, I'm going to stop asking you questions if you've seen stuff. You've seen nothing. Um, (laughs) Every time that the Migos drop an album, the Patriots win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does not go back very far. (laughs) Considering Brady and Belichick's 20 year, uh, almost 20 year uh, tenure uh, with the Patriots. But 2015, Mm -hmm. Young Rich Nation dropped. Mm-hmm. Patriots beat the Seahawks. 2017, Culture One drops. We all know what happened to the Falcons. RIP Falcons. Beat their so, team. It's 2018. New album. And as I've been saying since the beginning of time, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's facts. The evidence is right here. I, it's, it's it's really irrefutable. I, I I don't know how Quavo, Takeoff, and Offset feel about them being the reason why the Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons last year. That's their team. Well, they should stop dropping albums in years when Tom Brady's playing football. A lot of people would actually like if they stopped dropping albums. <laughs> no! I, not me, of oh. course, but a lot of people. Who? Who are these people? In the mumble rap. Uh, well, mumble rap people will not appreciate it, actually. That's a good line by you. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that I'm a part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. Mm. And I also host the Daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the best five segments of the day cut down to a short, smart show with mm. the best of me, Skip and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed Daily podcast on all major platforms. Do it. All right, losers this week. Uh, and I want to I start with, like, let me just start with saying, and I will repeat when we get to it. Uh, I don't like to do serious things in losers because mm-hmm. we we kind of have fun with this and no one's an actual loser. We love right. everybody. It's not that serious. Um, but this week we kind of have a serious loser and there are people that we don't love. So I just want to like put that as a side. Maybe I just won't even call it a loser. We'll just have two losers and then the other person is just in this category because we want to talk about it. It's not really an actual loser. I like loser. that. All right, is that fair? We can do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we do whatever we want. Um, all right. So we're going to have two losers this week and we'll start with Lolo Jones. Mm. Okay. As we mentioned uh, at the beginning of in and out Blake Griffin is now playing for the Pistons. Well, uh, I mean, Ashley, she gives me these notes. The note says, famous virgin, Lolo Jones. Facts. It's like Jesus' mama and Lolo Jones. Yeah, that would be Mary. Yeah. The, the woman you're thinking of is Mary. Exactly. Mary Magdalene. Those two in yeah. a row. Um, so, and look, like that's not a shot. She, this is what she claims. You can check her Instagram page. Right. So I, I, I am not saying things uh, as a shot. You live She's your life however you want to. Mm. Uh, do whatever you want with your, with your body and your spirit. However. Uh, that has nothing to do with my problem with her. All right. <laughs> Blake Griffin got traded to the Pistons, which is not Blake's fault. He has no control over that, mm-hmm. uh, other than trusting the Clippers organization, which, you know, you do what you want. They can pay him lots of money. I have no problem with that. However, uh, people that slide into people's comments with nonsense, I mean, you have mm. stuff to do? 
feel like you should have stuff to do. So she, I guess her and Blake dated. Is that a thing? Went sure. out on a date. Went maybe? out, went out on a date. Yeah. Can, can you say you dated someone if you went out on a date with them? Uh, well, I mean, if you've never had sex with anyone, I think you can. Yeah, that's more dramatic. I'm mean, just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I went on a date with that. Person. I would say like we went to dinner or something. Like we went out once. That's the same thing though, semantics. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, well, not semantics to her because she felt the need to slide into Sports Center's comments and say, uh, so Sports Center obviously put up that the trade happens. Yes. Uh, she first comment very clever, very very clever. Uh, check checks the calendar to see if it's April first. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. Uh, and then uh, she responds to this person and says, uh, I went on a date with him. Worst date of my life. And he's a terrible kisser. Lolo, don't be messy. Okay. <laughs> don't be messy, honey. Nobody asked that, 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 that we need to be responding to. Okay. We know people are going to see this. We're talking about it right now. You should know better. I don't I, like people that bother with like their exes. And by the way, he's not your ex. If you went on a date with him. Right, 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 right. Okay. And I mean, how, what? You're going to come for his kissing game. I mean, listen, I don't need to be out here defending Blake Griffin. All right. I've never kissed Blake Griffin on the record. I don't, I've never even met him in my entire life. Okay. So it's not even the situation. I just don't like when people are messy. Don't be messy. Being petty and being messy are two different you things. You think that's messy? It's so messy. Who cares? Worst date of your life. Why do I care about your bad date? Why was your date bad? I bet you he has a different version of the story of why it was bad. Mm-hmm. There's two sides of every story, and then the truth is somewhere where I say it is. So th- th- that, <laughs> that, that, that's just nonsense. What else oh, did she do? Man. She did something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, and then she felt the need to comment on House of Highlights Instagram page. She's busy. She got time for Instagram though. Uh, she she said that else. Kendall Jenner, Kendall Jenner, <laughs> Kendall Jenner, gonna be pissed. Oh my god! I just I can't with the messiness. What is this? I, these Instagram comments, they need to change the algorithm. I'm not even going to get into no, that. No, Instagram, too actually, deep. I disagree. Instagram needs to lay off the algorithm. There's too many algorithms. There's just, like You see things only if you <laughs> like one true. other thing seven weeks ago. I, right. It's too much. too complicated. Can I just see what the person posts? I try to send you things, and it says four days ago, and I'm like, oh, she's seen it. Exactly. <laughs> she's seen it already. But we mostly send each other memes, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. That's fair. Um, all right. The All-Star Game Draft. I, I, I realize this was a while ago. Okay. But... <laughs> It, 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 it bothered me so much, this whole situation. Okay, first of all, why is this a thing? Just show, just show the draft or don't do the stupid draft. There, uh, you know, there's stuff behind it, Joy. What is behind it? They're trying to, they're trying to build intrigue. So next year, it's a bidding war from all the, all the networks of who's going to show the draft. They're going to, they're going to televise this thing in the future. Okay, so, so let's, say, let's say they televise it, right? Yeah. And then they end friendships forever. Okay, <laughs> the whole thing is, the yeah. whole thing is insane. This is not, yeah. we're not dealing with, uh, oh, we're going to play pickup. You got picked last, so now you got a chip on your shoulder, and you're going to trip the dude and twist his ankle or something. Right. Okay, this is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about superstars and their egos. An, an all-star game draft as chosen by people who are actually in the all-star game is a disaster. How do you think that's going to end? Now we've got speculation about who went first. Russell Westbrook thinks he was picked last because he forgot they put it in alphabetical order and his last name is Westbrook, oh which is a my W. Oh, God. It, it, it is, it's, it's, you, that's your man's right, by the way. I, listen, I can under, I, whatever you need for motivation, Russell, I'm fine with it. Uh. But like that, that, that is not his fault. It's the fault of whoever decided not to to televise this nonsense. It's insane. 
And then we're speculating. Then we have to like break down who's on whose team. Listen, there's no friendships are going to be hurt. Have, has has one of your friends not picked you first when you was playing dodgeball or kickball back in the day? I mean, be serious. I was the most athletic in my oh, high school. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's fair. I I can't really comment on it either. I was always picked first. Always. Hmm. I mean, I was fastest. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what that life is like, but I am, I imagine that 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 would hurt your feelings. The whole thing is just crazy. Just televise it. It's so much easier. Televise it or don't do it. I like that. Don't okay. do it. So those are two losers. This we're just going to talk about because I I I can't put it in losers. That's 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 not fitting. That's not good. So let's do the honorable mention actually before we get to okay. uh, get to the Cleveland Indians. <clears throat> so. Uh, David Beckham has an MLS team in Miami, and uh, just really quickly, I want to remind everybody uh, that this has been happening for years. So this is not uh, this is not a new thing. Mm-hmm. This has been in development for a while, and uh, people are upset that they pick Miami as they do with everything. And since I am the uh, national defender of Miami, I just want to remind everybody: it's three degrees in Minnesota right now. Where the hell else is David Beckham going to put an MLS team? <laughs> oh, he would put it in Los Angeles, except for they already have an MLS team here. Yeah. So of course he's going to put it in Paradise. That's all of that. So the honorable mention to uh, anyone who thought that team was going anywhere else. It'll be fine in Miami. The end. Try to go to South Beach once. It'll change your mind about everything. So let's talk about the Cleveland Indians really quickly. <laughs> all right. So uh, they're, they're, they're finally, finally uh, getting rid of the Chief Wahoo caricature face. Um, so everyone's supposed to be super excited about it and give them lots of praise for... Finally getting rid of a super racist logo uh, that people have been yelling about for years, Yay. except for um, they're still going to sell it for the next year and people are still going to wear it. And I, 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 I can't uh, get over the fact that they actually uh, had it on on their hats for the entire 2016 uh, postseason run. Right? And this is the thing. If you spend... Uh, 30 seconds around me in real life no one's ever accused me of being pc okay it's not really uh, that's not my thing so if if you if you actually have a conversation with me probably on the internet people think i'm pc because i like you know like stand up for people and stuff you know like you know (laughs) i think everyone should be treated fairly and like paid the same and stuff as like outrageous uh opinions but hot takes yeah you know like like maybe i shouldn't be able to like choose what i do with my body and not have some uh, bureaucrat and you see tell me what i can do not do things like that yes weird things yes so people uh, probably get confused by that uh publicly however no one personally has ever confused me with being pc however if somebody tells you something is offensive to you what is your response if i said something to you and was like and you said and i was like brandon that really offended me would you like double down or would you stop? I feel uh, like if you're like a person having a conversation, you, you would say sorry. Yeah. I think you would say sorry. My bad. Right. Yeah. Even if you really believed it. Yeah. I'm sorry apologize. I offended you. Right. Yes. And then you would say, if you really believed it, why? Yes. Or how yes. did I offend you? Mm-hmm. And then I would call me, explain it to you, and then we would move on with our lives, both more enlightened. Mm-hmm. Right? So here's the thing about this, and we're going to transition right just smoothly into uh, the Washington R-words because mm. they refuse to do it. And Goodell said on ESPN Radio this morning that uh, <laughs> Dan Snyder has really worked in the Native American community to understand their perspective. It's wild. Um, I don't see him changing their perspective. You don't think? Uh, and it's they're not going to change the name of that, uh, of, of that team. It's the the reality is this: if someone, if a group of people tell you that something offends offends them, it offends them. Yeah, it's that simple. I've broken down so much for you. 
I feel like I just changed the world with that simple statement. If a group of people, more than one person, okay, has told you that something is offensive to them, it's actually offensive. And that means something. And considering the fact that, uh, you know, it's Native Americans who had, you know, the, the entire country uh, stolen from them and, you know, essentially wiped out. It's just like, I don't want to get into history and stuff. But, like, maybe you just do, do the right sorry. thing. And I want to give credit for, like, okay, you finally got rid of the Chief Wahoo right. logo. But, like, not actually, not this year. Like, you know, yeah. Next year we're going to get rid of it. Right. We are working towards a possibly transitioning into doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, this much. If you buy a jersey next year, it will be a throwback the next year after that. Right? I mean, just stop asking me to get excited about it. All right. Uh, okay. Let's do gut data fact. What is your gut data fact this week? Okay. Super Bowl week. We're going Super Bowl week. We're, we're, we're in the element. We're talking about the broadcast. We're in Super Bowl. You mentioned with Eric Dickerson mm-hmm. that the prop bet for pink for the national anthem over under two minutes. Right. right? The last two. Because the average is 158. 158 yeah. is the average. Right. I say pink. After seeing her in the Grammys in her Coles outfit, whatever whatever it is that she was wearing, I love pink. That I don't I don't know I didn't understand it. Like I I said in a tweet, she looks like she lives and works in Daytona Beach, Florida. You know, no disrespect to anyone there, but that's the attire. No, and you're at the Grammys. Daytona, that's not that's not inaccurate at all. Thank you so much. All yes, right. a lot of places. I don't know like why that. I don't know what that was. What I don't know what her outfit was. I, I, love, I love pink. I don't know. Me too. But okay, so anyways, we when we first saw Pink, remember she had she had cornrows, pink cornrows, Tim's, Kobe Pink, Philly, right? Philly native. A lot of people were saying like, is she going to say go Eagles afterwards? I think she going to kneel the whole time. <laughs> she going to kneel the whole time, and it's going to last a good three minutes. She going over gut data fact. Pink's in and singing the national anthem. She going to be out here. She going to make a statement. She going to make it so she never does anything for the NFL again. She's going over two minutes. That is, that's possible. There's no way it's going three minutes. Black beret. Fist what? in the air. <laughs> Come on. You know, Pink likes those long notes. She know, does. As singers tend she to does. do. She does. And I'll, I'll say this. She thinks she should be She thinks she should be doing the halftime show. Come on. She thinks she should be doing the halftime show. And after seeing Eve in the Grammys, couple takes. Real quick. Pink is actually just a mix of Gwen Stefani and Eve. <laughs> right? Facts. And because of that, it led me to the point, Let Me Blow Your Mind is Pink's favorite karaoke <laughs> song. She kills both parts. <laughs> she kills both parts. I, lo- I would Very good at Pink that. doing karaoke. Okay. So, anyways, I'm, I'm laying out now. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take the – okay, let me see. I have some, I have some here. Or Alicia Keys is 235. That, that, that was an easy guess uh, that she would go the over. Uh, Kelly Clarkson under. We can see that. Uh, and Dina Menzel – 204. What did, uh, what did, what did, um, she may have been Trip frozen during her? it accidentally. What, what was her fake name? Oh, oh my god, please find Oh, me. John Travolta, yeah, Adiz, what Adele Dazim, right? <laughs> yes, uh, and Dina Menzel, aka Adele Dazim. <laughs> oh, shouts out to Tay Diggs. Oh man, Ugh. oh. That was a spectacular moment in history. Uh, Lady Gaga that. and Luke Bryan both went the over. Actually, I think you should take the over. Take the over, yeah, right? Yeah, take the over on that Pink one. Pink got something to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's going to be as dramatic as you were saying, but <laughs> you should. De- I think you should definitely take the over looking at this information. Uh, also, this this gave me a, a, another great memory aside from Adele Dazeem, which is just, I mean, forget Steve Harvey. That was that was the most outrageous thing I ever said on uh, It was on, a simple on, on mistake. Any, uh, any introduction of anything. Uh Aretha Franklin. Mm. I mean, who remembers who remembers Queen Aretha last year? 
And I, you can't say anything bad about it. That was, she sang for four minutes and 30 seconds. Mm. Hands on a people. Just, people have completed the national anthem at the Super Bowl in one minute and thirty four seconds. She took four minutes and thirty seconds. She was taking all of her time. Who's going to who's, you going? You going to tell Aretha? I love that. I'll listen to Aretha sing and forget the the, the, the game. Forget the silly game. We came here to see Aretha sing. She's the goat. I mean, she, she, she's not worried about your silly nonsense game in your broadcast. Anytime in her fur coat, you think she's bothered? Mm-mm. She's wearing a fur coat and a beanie. You think she cares about a this Detroit game? Detroit beanie. Just sitting there. This oh, is my time to sing. It it was it's the most it's one of the most spectacular things. Doug, give me my, my time. All right, really quickly, we're going to do our favorite YouTube comments, mm-hmm. aka Brandon's uh, favorite YouTube comments. Because <laughs> like I told you, uh, I love everyone that watches us on YouTube, but I can't be in the YouTube comments because uh, there's only so much uh, beat down I could take. It's and, fun in there, you know. So I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's wild. Just build my immune I'm, system I'm by sure, reading it every I'm week. I'm sure it's a jungle. People, I, I, people I, are addressing me now. I warned you about this, so <laughs> I don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear any lip out of you. That is fair. Um, all right. So, what is your favorite one? Uh, my favorite comment comes from this guy named Lawn in Order. Hello, Lawn in Order. Thanks for Hi, watching. Hi, Lawn in Order. He said, "Wow, I wish I could have sucked at college football so I could sit next to Joy all day." <laughs> Thanks, Lawn. <laughs> I will say though. He said at the end, ha ha ha, JK, love you, Brandon, Aww, dude. So, you know what I'm nice. saying? You know what I mean? I'm with you, Lon. No, I don't know him. <laughs> he loved well, me, though. Well, you don't, we're not sure because, you know, it's the internet. So, you can be, <laughs> you can be anyone you want to be on the internet. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I could have left that and comment. And it's never lied. Uh, that's, that's pretty good, actually. All right. This one is from Ted. Mm. Um, at Weirbor, I think is how you say his name. Uh, hi, Ted. So Ted is responding to a discussion that we had about jerseys, about grown men wearing jerseys, which we're both uh, very out on on the basketball jerseys. Football jerseys at the football game, okay. Kids completely can wear whatever they want, Mm -hmm. uh, and women can wear whatever they want. Right. Um, So uh, I'm okay with the basketball jersey at the game, but just walking around on planet Earth, not so much. He is upset. He was offended. (laughs) He said, I'm sorry, but y'all are not going to jersey shame me. Uh, really? Okay. One person is wearing an extra schmedium Rugrats themed t-shirt with a dinosaur. That would be Brandon. Which he doesn't believe in, which is also fair, Ted. Uh, but newsflash, where do you think the creators of Rugrats got the idea from? Probably dinosaurs. The best part of the argument Ted is, is so spending weird. facts so far. Uh, kids like dinosaurs, also facts. Uh, also, I love dinosaurs growing up. Also, the other person is wearing a restaurant-free promo t-shirt. That's true. I had a chicken wing on my shirt. Uh, really? And y'all are on the airwaves sh- shaming grown men that drop about 175 or more on their team favorite player or throwback and can't rock it anywhere because y'all think it's tacky. I do think it's tacky. And you mentioned that you're a grown man spending $175 on a jersey. I was like, uh, yeah, you can spend your money whatever you want. Like, you earn it. But, he uh, has not stopped spitting facts. I also am allowed to have my opinion about where, where you weren't. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. I'm wearing my jersey wherever or wherever, uh, whenever or wherever I please and I wish someone would try to jersey shame me. Seriously, and y'all work in the sports media industry. Uh, this is why we're, we're very educated on this topic. If you want to talk about fashion, go work for E Network with that BS. Uh, I'm happy to also work for E Network. <laughs> in addition to here, I'm also I'm happy. Please to Please take me with you. Um, so don't threaten me with a good times, Ted. And uh, you know, I I, I I support the fact that you're defending yourself in your jersey if that's what you want to wear. Uh, wear what you want, but uh, you 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 T-shirt shamed me, and I love free T-shirts. I live my life in free t-shirts, oh actually. Oh, my gosh. I, I, you know what I realized this morning? I kind of dress like a 12-year-old boy. I am slowly dressing more and more like a 12-year-old boy. Mm. I wear tennis shoes every single day. I have on uh, sweatpants, as we speak, and a free t-shirt from Morton Anderson. 
I do I need to set my game up? I don't think so. I think you. I care less and less. Yeah, live your best life, Joy. And you, I learned that from you. I'm very comfortable. Yeah, that's where you do it. Yeah. It is athleisure. athleisure. That's an LA thing, though. Uh, you can't get away with that in Miami. You gotta, you gotta wear regular clothes in Miami. So. Uh, I just I, wanted to mention there's 18 exclamation points in that. Comment. Oh yeah, there's lots of exclamation points in that comment. Yeah. Thank you for leaving YouTube comments and for uh, <laughs> watching or downloading the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast yes. uh, every week. We appreciate you guys. Also, I want to mention Floyd Mayweather is trolling everybody. So uh, it just came out that he is, uh, you know, TMZ's got it. He's like running around an octagon. He ain't fighting nobody. He, he don't want that. He don't want, he don't want Nobody that. Nobody, He don't want that. No, he don't want that. No, 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 no. Can we discuss what happened to Ronda Rousey? Okay. <laughs> you know, just take your retirement money and just enjoy enjoy your life, Floyd. True he's that. not. He's not about to get in there. I don't think Conor McGregor's getting back in there, actually, either. Mm. He's done. That's the take. Uh, I, I mean, I'd like to see him fight again, but for what? He's, he's a bajillionaire. Maybe he'll box again. I don't think he's going to get back in the UFC. Anyway, uh, that's it. Floyd's not fighting anybody. Thank you for joining <laughs> us this week, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes. Patriots are going to win. Go Eagles. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh.